And welcome back. You're tuned in to the HBCU Nation radio show, and I'm your host, Anthony Ray. Glad to have you join the broadcast today. And we're blessed to have joining us for this segment today, Pamela Alexander, Director of Community Development Ford Motor Company Fund, to announce the winner of the second annual Ford HBCU Mobility Challenge with the theme of Making Lives Better, Changing the Way We Move Through Smart Mobility. The challenge was created to empower HBCU students, alumni, faculty, and administrators to collaborate on creating and implementing sustainable solutions that address unmet needs and improve the lives of individuals within their communities. Thank you. Thanks for having me on today. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Glad to have you join the broadcast today. Understand there's going to be some breaking news regarding the second annual Ford HBCU Mobility Challenge. We're naming the award winners. Before we get there, take a moment to talk about the mission. So, you know, we have at Ford always supported HBCUs and the students and the universities, um, but we're also a mobility company, right? We're a car company, we're a mobility company. Mm -hmm. So over the past several years, we've really just been building on that legacy of supporting HBCUs. And we added this challenge a few years ago um, mm -hmm. to provide resources to HBCUs specifically um, to help them meet mobility challenges and needs that they have on their campuses. Um, it's been really exciting. The great thing about our, our HBCU Mobility Challenge is students, alumni, um, professors, anyone in that HBCU community can submit a proposal so long it's, it's supported and, and, and embraced by the university because obviously we don't want something that's, that's not going to be helpful. But we have all kinds of proposals that come in with really unique um, solutions to some challenges that the HBCU communities are facing around mobility. So it's really exciting. We had our first winner last year. It was Langston University. Um, they did this really interesting program around uh, bike transportation, providing access because, you know, mobility is access. Mobility is access to critical services. It's access to food. It's access to any number of things. Um, so it's great to be part of that solution once again. Absolutely. A major kudos to the Ford Fund. You guys have been a long supporter of HBCUs, shifting now to a focus on mobility. The Ford Fund invests more than $13 million a year in various educational outreach initiatives, including grants, scholarships, and other programming worldwide. More recently, Ford Fund worked with UNCF to provide transportation to students needing assistance to return home during the COVID-19 pandemic. Right, absolutely. You know, back in, in March, late February, actually, um, when, when COVID was really starting to hit, and as un unfortunately, as we know, it hit our community very hard. Mm -hmm. um, but we started hearing from some of our education partners um, in UNCF that as those schools closed and the colleges closed, they closed obviously for the safety of their students, but at the same time, a lot of students did not have the resources to say, okay, I'm gonna buy a plane ticket for three days from now. That's very expensive or you know, they had no way to get home. So one of the first things we did before we even started remotely working at Ford was we set up a um, $100,000 travel fund um, for, university, wow. for HBCUs to tap into for their students who had these issues. And I think it was around 400 students. We, we mm -hmm. assisted with their transportation so they could get home. That was one of the first needs is, you know, what do the students need? And, and as we move forward, we're continuing to look on that. So stay tuned. We're going to continue to support the emergency needs of those HBC students. But I can't give you two, two, two breaking news in one day, but uh, right. I will hint that there is more to come in that situation. 
That's awesome. That's awesome. Again, kudos to you guys for doing great work for decades in the HBCU community. Okay, so who do we have today in regards to the winner for the twenty-five thousand grant for the second annual Ford HBCU Mobility Challenge? Well, it's first and second this year. You know, the great thing about the company is, is last year we only had one. Right. Um, we were able to, you know, it was the first year and we, and we did one winner, but um, we mm -hmm. received such amazing proposals that this year we actually added a second place. Um, wow. so that was an addition. Right. For, so, okay. That was an addition for this year. So we increased the, the funding. So right. um, the first place winner is Morgan State. And, and they want a grant of $25,000 to implement, um, they call it Freshly, Food Resource and Expanded Shuttle for Healthy Living Year Round, Freshly. Wow. And wow. The, the, the interesting thing is I know somebody out there is probably thinking, more, aren't these schools virtual? Is anybody going back? Well, there are a couple things. I mean, in the case of Morgan State, and then I'll get into Tal Taldega that won the second place proposal, but um, they've got kind of a mix, right? So you have some limited on-campus classes, things like nursing clinicals and things like that. Mm -hmm. um, but even for a lot of schools and a lot of HBCUs, even if they're virtual, those kids are virtual. I'm sorry, those young adults. Right. I'm, I'm dating myself, but the, the right. young adults are virtual in apartments and things like that around campus. Right. right? Because they're, they're on campus and they're virtual that way. Um, so they still have the same needs. And one of the things we first started hearing about with people going back, you know, you hear a lot about technology needs and having access to technology so you can get into the virtual classes. But we're hearing more and more about um, basic needs, hunger, homelessness mm -hmm. uh, for students and, and HBCU students, because now they're in these apartments, you know, some of them may or may not be able to have the normal jobs they would have. So mm -hmm. hunger is a real issue. So we're really excited, especially in light of the challenges posed by COVID, to be able to provide this grant to Morgan State because they're putting this together. It's an app that works with the university shuttles that helps students get to their food center and other food centers so they can get the food and the nutrition that they need um, and, and, and live healthy, live healthy lives. But that is most definitely a need we're seeing coming out and people may not be aware of that. Wow, that is so awesome. They have created a brand new app that addresses the issue of food insecurity and they call it Freshly. Freshly, yes, absolutely. Wow. wow. Yeah, really exciting, really innovative, really mm -hmm. timely, right? With the challenges, um, the mobility challenges, because, you know, it's much harder to get around in COVID as well. And, um, right. and, and if you can use a trusted source like the university shuttle system and they are providing you with this app and you know, okay, on Wednesdays I can go here and I can get something. That's just something we don't want our students to have to worry about, right? Um, so we're really excited to be providing the funding for that. Congratulations to Morgan State University being announced as the winner for the second annual Ford HBCU Mobility Challenge. They're receiving $25,000 grant for food and resource shuttle. Understand also the second place award goes to Talladega. They're receiving a $10,000 award. Uh, and, and it's a very different proposal. Um, they are partnering with another local institution, um, the Alabama Institute for the Deaf and Blind. Mm -hmm. um, mobility is such a personal thing, right? And, and if you right. have visual, if you're visually or hearing impaired, that can be a real challenge to get around. That, that's a mobility mm -hmm. challenge. So they are partnering with that Alabama Institute to make their space and their community more friendly um, mm -hmm. in various ways and different things that they're adding to the campus to people who are deaf or, or blind, hearing or vision impaired. 
Um, mm -hmm. That's a different aspect of mobility, right? If, if, if anyone knows someone or if you know someone who has visual issues, um, I, I know someone uh, who is legally blind. Um, mm -hmm. He can see, but he's legally blind. Having those types of things um, are very, very important. So that's another way. By, by helping to fix those issues, we are improving the mobility situation at Talladega. And with that that's incident. So awesome. If you're just joining us, you're tuned in to the HBCU Nation radio show. I'm your host, Anthony Ray. Glad to have you join the broadcast. We're streaming on HBCU Smart TV and HBCU Radio. And we have as our special guest today, Pamela Alexander, Director of Community Development, Ford Motor Company Fund. Again, Pamela, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. I absolutely enjoy and am excited about the theme, making lives better, changing the way we move through smart mobility. That is so awesome. You guys talk about the challenge was created to empower HBCU students, alumni, faculty, and administrators to collaborate on creating and implementing sustainable solutions that address unmet needs and improve the lives of individuals within their communities. Take a moment, if you would, Pamela, just to give us the backstory on how this all came to be. Mm -hmm. um, and we call it HBCYOU because it's very, and, yeah. and it's, it's part of our efforts at Ford Fund. And for, for your um, listeners who may not be as familiar with Ford Fund, it's the philanthropic arm of the motor company. It's been gotcha. around since the early 1900s. We have invested over $2 billion with a B wow. community program. Wow. And a lot wow. of that has been right in our African-American community. But as part of our HBCU strategy around success, sustainability, and scholarship. Wow. Um, scholarship is, is um, a more traditional way of investing in HBCUs. Mm -hmm. And we try to make sure we're really innovative about it because um, unfortunately, you know, we're seeing a lot of students getting into school but not being able to finish because of, of financial challenges. Um, right. That's the last thing you want. And, you know, a, a lot of schools, all schools, not just HBCUs, are very mm -hmm. proud of the percentage of first-generation students um, mm -hmm. that are getting in. But unfortunately, the graduation rates aren't where they need to be. So right. scholarship plays an important role, but, and we've always done that for years, but it's about um, the right scholarships at the right time to make sure people don't just get into college, but that they graduate. Um, exactly. Success. Uh, we want to make sure our HBCU students succeed. We started a pilot a few years ago at Spelman Ford First Gen, uh, getting, getting at that need, um, mentorship, support, all types mm -hmm. of uh, programming to really, we, we put together a cohort of, uh, half of roughly half of that year's class that's first gen students. And mm -hmm. they meet with um, uh, university you know, professors and, and they have all kinds of seminars to address the challenges. But most importantly, they have an upperclassman uh, first-gen mentor who's succeeding at Spelman, and they mentor them for several hours each week. That program's now its third year. The initial cohort of mentees are now mentors, and we've seen a real difference and change in helping to surround um, the first-generation students with um, resources that help them to succeed, and that's something we hope to send to other HBCUs. So that's a success. And then the HBCU mobility comes into um, the sustainability piece. It's about the sustainability of our HBCUs. Um, and, and doing what we can to support their needs um, to be sustainable. And because we are a mobility company, this effort is around mobility, this particular one. 
Again, so excited for uh, Morgan State University. They are the winner of the second annual Ford HBCU Mobility Challenge and receiving $25,000 grant. And Talladega, second place, $10,000 awarded to them down in Alabama there. Great job with them doing the partnership with Alabama Institute for the Deaf and Blind. You guys are doing a great job. You can see the latter proposals, I'm sure. I, I, we had quite a few. When you consider... Um, just you know over 100 hbcus sure, right, right. um i don't remember the exact number but it, yeah. it was a lot it took me a it's while a mm -hmm. yeah and you know last year's winter langston i had the opportunity to go and, and, and do the announcement on campus it was a right. midnight mm -hmm. party that started during finals week yeah. so it was a little late for somebody older you know, <laughs> in college for a minute now yeah. but um yeah. but you know we had really just high quality proposals and it's a program that we're going to continue to do because supporting our HBCUs, um, how many doctors, um, we're, we're a mobility company, right. we're a STEM company, okay. how many engineers um, right. produced by our HBCUs. And even if you're not interested in being, you know, a doctor or you're in STEM, how right. many, how much contribution have these schools and their alums made to just our country over time? Exactly. They're, they're exactly. a critical part exactly. of the core of this country. Exactly. Dating back to reconstruction, talking about 150 years of service, UNCF, put a report out, I'm sure you're aware of, that HBCUs have a national impact of over $15.8 billion annually for the communities and regions that they serve. You know, you've been, it's been great hanging out with you today, Pamela. You have an open invitation to come back anytime that you want to be able to come and share with us. Appreciate all that you do and all that you guys have been doing for decades out there, making lives better, changing the way we move through smart mobility and that's the philanthropic arm of ford motor company the ford fund's mission is to strengthen communities and help make people's lives better working with dealers and non-profit partners in more than 60 countries ford fund provides access to opportunities and resources that help people reach their full potential since 1949 ford fund has invested more than two billion dollars in programs that support education promote safe driving enrich community life and encourage employee volunteering you can learn more by visiting fordfund.org or at ford fund on facebook and twitter and Instagram. Again, Pamela Alexander, Community Director of the Ford Motor Company Fund. So glad you took time to join the broadcast today. It was an honor being with you and hope to talk with you again real soon. Would love to. Would love Absolutely. to. Absolutely. Okay. Thank you. Take care. Until next time, God bless. You too. Be safe.